Hello again, friends, and welcome on into episode 128 of the SCO Show. Proudly a part of the Pat's Pulpit Podcast Network and brought to you by the great folks at SB Nation. My name is Mark Schofield, back in the big chair for today, Monday, August 24th, 2020. Big show today. Why? It is, in a sense, our quarterback preview. Not just of the New England Patriots, but league-wide. I'm going to talk about the quarterbacks that have the most to prove in the NFL in 2020, as well as my advice for the quarterbacks around the league. I did a piece over at Touchdown Wire giving my advice to every starting quarterback. We probably won't get to all 32, but we're going to work through that in the second half of the show. We'll start off with the quarterbacks that have the most to prove in 2020 here in the first half. Before we do anything... Your usual reminders, please do check out the work. Variety of outlets, Matt Waldman's Rookie Scouting Portfolio, those three SB Nation websites, Big Blue View, Bleeding Green Nation, and right here at Pat's Pulpit, and of course, Touchdown Wire, where you will find the two pieces that I'm going to reference a ton today. Now, before we dive into the quarterbacks, just a bit of news. Two news stories broke Sunday morning that I think it's worth at least mentioning here at the outset. The first is that the NFL and a couple of different teams sort of hit the pause button on workouts for Sunday. The reason why was the result of some positive COVID-19 tests within those organizations. The belief as I'm sitting here right now recording this episode on Sunday is that those tests were false positives. They are all traced to a single lab And the belief around the league, within the organizations, and within the NFL is that these were false positives. From everything that I've seen so far, all the reporting that has been done, all the positive tests that came back, those players and or personnel were retested and they all came back negative so far. So it does seem like these were false positives, but just a bit of those news there on the COVID-19 front. Then there's the Earl Thomas front, and this situation really spun out quickly. Earl Thomas, the safety for the Baltimore Ravens, was sent home from training camp by the Ravens following an altercation with fellow safety Chuck Clark. Reportedly, he punched Thomas did Clark in the face. Thomas took to social media with a clip of the play, said that it was a busted coverage during practice, and he wanted to discuss it with the teammate of his. And that ended up with the Ravens actually releasing Earl Thomas. Now, The early favorites in terms of a landing spot for the safety, the Dallas Cowboys. They signed HaHa Clinton Dix, but reports out of training camp are that Clinton Dix has not really lived up to the expectations. They lost Jeff Heath this offseason, one of their starting safeties from a year ago. They also lost Byron Jones, who's primarily a cornerback, but he's seen some time at safety. Also played some safety in college, too. So they have a spot there. Cowboys would be a team to watch. Miami Dolphins, I think, would be a team to watch. You might want to look at Washington, for example. They're looking at Landon Collins and Sean Davis as their only real starter-type safeties right now. They would at least have a depth need. If not, they could bring in Earl Thomas and move Davis back to back to cornerback, where he started his career with Pittsburgh. And let's face it, anytime a veteran-type player becomes available, people automatically think Bill Belichick and the Patriots. They might have a need at safety. You've lost Oren Harmon via free agency and trade to the Detroit Lions. You lose Patrick Chun to COVID-19. Yes, you have Devin McCourty still. Yes, you have Adrian Phillips. Yes, you have Kyle Duggar. But those are two new faces 
for a team that runs a lot of three safety packages. And there is an overlap in skill set, obviously, between what Earl Thomas does and what Devin McCourty does. But I'm pretty sure that if you were so inclined, Bill Belichick would find a way to get Earl Thomas some playing time alongside Devin McCourty. So we'll watch the Earl Thomas situation in the upcoming days. Let's talk now quarterbacks. And we're going to focus now on the 11 quarterbacks, at least in my mind, that have the most to prove in 2020. Some of them we can spin through a little quickly. Others we'll spend a little bit more time on, one in particular. Now, the first one might be a bit of surprise, Lamar Jackson. Now, he was like the number 11 guy on the list. And you might think that somebody that's just coming off an MVP-type season, well, not an MVP-type season, an MVP season, and somebody that has a 19-3 and record in the NFL as a starting quarterback in the regular season might not have much to prove. But it's that in the regular season qualifier that makes t- or Lamar Jackson somebody that has to put something forward in 2020. And he said it himself. He said recently that... He has to win. Quote, I need to win a playoff game before anything because I'm tired of that already. Once I get tired of something, I have to make it happen. So that's my goal right now. Focus on being a better player all around. Not just a better player, but a teammate as well. He needs to win a playoff game. You know, he's gotten to the playoffs twice, bounced in the first game each time. And this is a league that's about winning. And I know that QB wins get dismissed perhaps rightly by many, but at the same time, this is going to be that proverbial monkey on his back until he wins a playoff game. And so he has to prove this year that he can win a playoff game. Up next, Teddy Bridgewater at number 10. And as great as Bridgewater's story is, the return from the injury, the fact that he's now the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, he still has to prove that this team can win with him. This is a team that many look at because of the talent or lack thereof on both sides of the football. People think that this is a team that because of the talent in the division, Brady in Tampa Bay, obviously New Orleans looks to be a contender yet again. Atlanta could be better. This could be a tough division to win games in. So people look at Carolina and they think this is a 2-14 and 14 type of team. Matter of fact, the USA Today predictions that just came out from Nate Davis said 2-14 and 14 for the Carolina Panthers. That means you're picking at the top of the draft next year. Now, ideally, if you're Matt Rule, if you're Joe Brady, you don't have to address quarterback. Bridgewater shows that he can do the job, and you can get like a Jamar Chase, or you can get, you know, a, a Micah Parsons or a Penny Sewell, address a different position, maybe get an edge rusher, and you don't have to go Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. But that's up to Bridgewater. He has to show that he can be the quarterback, so that's why he's got something to prove. Next on the list, Daniel Jones. Not going to dwell too much on him. The big numbers to remember, 38 and 18. 38 sacks, 18 lost fumbles. He's got to clean that up. How? Get faster. The problem, third offensive system in three years. That's usually not a recipe for success. Recent example, Marcus Mariota had a different bunch of offensive coordinators from his time in college through his time in Tennessee. We saw how that turned out. How does it work for Daniel Jones, particularly in the COVID-19 era. Doesn't get minicamp, doesn't get OTAs, so that's a big question mark. But Daniel Jones obviously has something to prove. Number eight, Cam Newton, pertinent to our interests here. One-year prove-it deal for the veteran minimum for a team that faces a difficult schedule, has high expectations year in and year out, and has the Buffalo Bills breathing down their necks in the AFC East. And a lot of people 
If he even wins the job, that's not guaranteed yet, although all indications out of camp are that he will. This is a quarterback who, yes, won an MVP, but hasn't looked like that guy recently, except when you go back to 2017 when he led the Carolina Panthers to the playoffs, almost willed them there. It's been a while since we've seen that Cam Newton. Are we going to see that Cam Newton, or are we going to see something different? And anytime you sign a one-year veteran prove-it deal, you've got something to prove. So Cam Newton checks it at number eight on this list of the 11 quarterbacks with the most to prove in 2020. Up next, Ryan Tannehill. And as great as Tannehill's season was, as elite as his production numbers were, he's up there in a ton of different categories, adjusting net yards per attempt and so on. Was it legitimate or was it a fluke? Now, they sort of went all in on Tannehill, gave him an extension. You know, they didn't really address backup quarterback. They drafted Cole McDonald, but they waived him recently. R.I.P. Cole. They better hope that he lives up to it. They better hope that he proves he is the guy. So that's Ryan Tannehill for you. Also on our list of the 11 quarterbacks with the most to prove. Up next, number six, Jimmy Garoppolo. Polarizing player right now. There are some in San Francisco that still love him. There are others that look at the fact that he... Is that maybe a quarterback you win with, not because of? They look at the offense and think it's more Shanahan than Garoppolo. 23-5 and five as a starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Leads them to the Super Bowl in his first full healthy season with them. But they lose that game and there are questions. And a lot of people point to the miss of Emmanuel Sanders and say, this is Garoppolo in a nutshell. Big moment, huge stage, one throw to make and he can't make it. And they point at Garoppolo and say he's the reason they lost Super Bowl 54. There are obviously other reasons, but until he proves he can lead San Francisco to that summit, there will be questions. Number five, Jared Goff. And for a season or so, Goff was the prototype. You get the rookie quarterback, you get the offensive-minded head coach, and you try to have success because of the talent you can assemble around them and coaching up that young guy. Chicago tried to follow that. Cleveland tried to follow that. The Jets tried to follow that, right? Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky. Freddie Kitchens, Baker Mayfield. Adam Gay, Sam Darnold. It was the model. Model's not looking too great right now. And there are a lot of questions about golf, particularly after giving him that big extension. They've spent money. They made the run. They miss out on a Super Bowl title. And now they're sort of dealing with the aftermath. And so can golf raise his level of play and become the guy that when you sign the quarterback to a long-term deal, you hope he can raise the level of play and everybody around him. And if he doesn't, you're going to be in trouble. That's what's facing Goff and the Rams right now. Number four, Josh Allen. Another polarizing player. Buffalo loves him. Nationally, there are questions. And it's really dated back to his draft cycle, right? Now, a lot of people that had questions, myself included, about Josh Allen. Those questions remain the strength of his out of Wyoming, the vertical passing game, a question mark right now. The window seems to be open for Buffalo, but if anything might hold them back, it's Allen. They have talent around him on offense, particularly with the acquisition of Stephon Diggs. You have a great defense with one of the NFL's best young corners in Tredavious White, maybe one of the NFL's best corners, period, with no qualifier. But will Josh Allen hold them back? Number three, Derek Carr. And while Carr put up really good numbers last year, 70% completion percentage, his adjusted net yards per attempt was ninth best in the league at 7.25. What did they do? 
They brought in Marcus Mariotto, Mariota, who we know Gruden loved. We saw that during the draft cycle of Mariota's. And Mayock loved because he had Mariota QB1. And they can move on from Carr on the cheap. I think it's something like, you know, $2.5 million in dead cap if they were to cut him after the season. That's not that much money for a quarterback. And there are still people even that follow the Raiders, that are fans of the Raiders, that have questions about Derek Carr. I get them in my DMs all the time. And so, certainly has something to prove, especially with Mariota now looking over his shoulder, breathing down his back, leaving Carr looking over his shoulder. Our top two quarterbacks with something to prove. Number two, Baker Mayfield, this time last year, perhaps a consensus favorite in the AFC, or at least the AFC North, were the Cleveland Browns. Remember? Remember 2019, Little Old Town Road? Season 2 of Yellowstone? Summer of 2019 was a, feels like a decade ago, right? But yes, the Cleveland Browns were the hot pick. They acquire Odell, Freddie Kitchens as the head coach, Baker coming off a rookie year where he looked like the man. It didn't quite come together for him last year, did it? And we saw the guy in all the progressive commercials and you saw him every time he tuned in for a game on Sundays. They're limped to a 6-10 and 10 record, and Mayfield just simply struggled. Now you get Kevin Stefanski, an offense that seems tailored for him. Lots of play action, lots of boots. Baker was great on play action last year. You have perhaps a almost ideal 12 personnel package where you've got, obviously you still have Jarvis Landry, you still have Odell. You've got Austin Hooper and you know maybe it's David Njoku. Maybe it's Harrison Bryant as your other tight end. And you've still got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt if you want to go with the two-back tandem or if you want to go 21 personnel with a fullback. They traded for Andy Janovich. They've got weapons around Baker. They've got an offense that should be ideal for him. So if he struggles yet again, there are going to be some serious questions, serious questions about Baker in 2021. And then finally, should come as no surprise, the quarterback with the most to prove in 2020 is Mitchell Trubisky. Can he win the job? Can he keep the job? He may be the incumbent starter week one because of everything we're living in, and he just might get the job as a result of the benefits of incumbency. But if I said the over-under on when Nick Foles takes over is three and a half games, are you taking the over or the under there? And the fact that I can tell most of you are probably lean towards the under tells you that, yes, Trubisky has a lot to prove, the most to prove out of any quarterback in my mind in 2020. So that's the list of the guys with the most to prove. Up next, my advice for these guys and more. That's ahead on episode 128 of The Sco Show. Mark Schofield back with you now on episode 128 of the SCO Show. And we just got done talking about the quarterbacks who, in my mind, have the most to prove in 2020. Let's now talk about my advice for some of those quarterbacks as well as some of the other quarterbacks around the league as we head into the upcoming season. And I'm not going to be able to get to all 32. That would take far too long. So if you want to see the entire list, I'd invite you to check out the piece over at Touchdown Wire, part of the USA Today Network. You can check that out, touchdownwire.usatoday.com. We'll kick it off. I worked through them alphabetically. Up first, we'll go Kyler Murray. And before I start giving out the advice, the premise of this is you all know that moment when you're watching a game where a team gets the ball for the first time and you see that, that long camera shot 
of the quarterback talking to the coaches one last time and then taking the field. It's a moment that's kind of immortalized even in film, remember? Bud Kilmer telling Jonathan Moxon, I believe in you, son, when Lance Harbour goes down. And yeah, we all knew Kilmer didn't believe in him. We all remember Drew Bledsoe, right? Super Bowl 36, Patriots getting the ball in regulation, time winding down. John Madden in the booth. They need to play for overtime. Drew Bledsoe to Tom Brady. Just go out there and sling it. This is my attempt to give that last-minute advice. So picture me talking to each of these 32 quarterbacks. This is what I would say to them. And with Kyler Murray, you're fast, play faster. Murray showed he belonged last year. Certainly did. Offensive rookie of the year. But he needs to play faster. The anticipation throws, the timing, the rhythm, getting the ball out, when it needs to get out, that's still a work in progress for him. And so if I'm there and I'm looking Kyler Murray in the eye, that's what I'm saying to him. You're fast, play faster. Up next, we're going to talk about Umar Jackson. We just talked about him having something to prove, right? So this would be my advice to him. Remember who you are. Remember what got you here. You've been doubted your entire career. And you're still facing those doubts now. 19-3 starting record as a quarterback, and you're still facing doubts. You've still got chucklehead saying you have something to prove. You're one of the quarterbacks, one of the 11 quarterbacks with the most to prove. Go prove them wrong. Remember who you are. And some of the advice is schematic. Some of it's mechanical. Some of it's motivational, as we just saw with Jackson. With Josh Allen, remember what got you here. It's similar. But remember the vertical prowess you had at Wyoming? Tap back into that. That might be the biggest question mark, the biggest hole in his game right now, which is almost unheard of if you think about it because that was his strength. But he was one of the worst downfield passers last year. You've got Stephon Diggs. Remember who you are. Trust your arm. Hit on some of those throws, and you guys might just go out there and win the division. Joe Burrow, you're going to make mistakes. The great ones do too. Obviously, expectations are high for Joe Burrow here in 2020, and why not? They have talent around him, and he's coming off the season, a legendary season at LSU. National title, Heisman Trophy, makes the rise to the first overall pick. A guy that was viewed as a fringe draftable prospect by most this time last year. So, of course, the expectations were high, but he's going to make mistakes. He needs to remember that, accept it. And play his game. Don't worry about making mistakes. They will happen. It happened to the great ones too. Aaron Rodgers. This is still your team. They may have drafted Jordan Love. It may look like they're pushing you out the door. This is still your team. You're still number 12. Forget all that. Just forget all that. Ignore that. Ignore Jordan Love on the sideline. Just go out and play your game. Gardner Minshew, trust your feet. One of the things I loved about Gardner Minshew, those of you that have followed me for a long time, listened to this show and Locked on Patriots previously know, I loved his footwork in the pocket. Trust your feet. Your feet always lead you to the right answer. Trust your feet in the pocket. They will lead you to the right decision with the football. Patrick Mahomes. Here's what I'd say to Patrick Mahomes. What are you listening to me for? Get back out there. It's almost a Costanza-type situation, right? Patrick, whatever I tell you, listen to it and just do the opposite. Derek Carr, clear the mechanism. Those of you that saw 
for love of the game. Kevin Costner is Billy Chappell. You would remember before each pitch, veteran pitcher would say, clear the mechanism to drive out all the noise, the crowd, the pressure, everything. That's what Carr needs to do because there are, as we just talked about, so many questions about Derek Carr in 2020. Clear the mechanism. Forget all the noise. Forget all the hoopleheads telling you that Marcus Mariota is coming or Gruden's going to draft somebody. Forget everybody that's telling you that you need to throw it downfield more. Run the offense, clear the mechanism, focus on the task at hand. You'll be just fine. Cam Newton, this is your show. And I kind of ripped this from the story from last week from Phil Perry when he talked about that moment in practice where they're running on seven on seven and Devin McCourty on the other side of the ball makes a check and Newton doesn't know what to do and he turns to Judd Frisch as if to say, what am I supposed to do here? And the quarterback coach looks back at him and says, this is your show. This is your show, Cam. Every report seems to indicate that Cam Newton is the guy. And Jared Stidham's health status, let's put it that way, because there seems to be some questions about his lower body, might also lead that decision along. But if it's going to be Cam's show, it needs to be his show. He needs to be able to make those adjustments at the line of scrimmage. And so, that's my advice to him. If he wins this job, it's going to be his show. He has to sort of live up to that mantra. For Daniel Jones, wide base, left-handed. Gets to those 38 and 18 numbers. Wide base, help him stay stay tall and strong in the pocket. Left hand, keep it glued to the football. Cut down on the sacks. Cut down on the fumbles in the pocket. Jimmy Garoppolo, find your feet. We just talked about how Garoppolo has a lot to prove this year. On the Sanders miss, as well as some other plays last year, when he missed with throws, his feet were often not set. He needs to sometimes take that extra half second, make sure those feet are set. Normally he has incredible mechanics, but this is one of those moments where mechanics don't matter until they matter. And on some of his misses, it's a mechanical thing. For Tom Brady, this is the last one. We'll end it on this one. For Tom Brady, my advice to Tom Brady, you were pick 199. I think you know where I'm going with that. And so there you go. There's your quarterback preview for 2020. My thoughts on the guys with the most to prove. My thoughts on what I'd say to most of these guys if I had the chance to be the last voice they hear before they take the field to start week one. If you want to see the entire list of 32, You can check it out over at touchdownwire.usatoday.com. That will do it for today. I will be back Thursday working on a guest. Might do a half mailbag, half guest. I'm still sorting that out. Stay tuned for that. Again, follow on the Bird app at Mark Schofield. Until then, friends, stay safe. Check in on your neighbors. Check in on your loved ones. And wash those hands. And as you do, sing along. Sing that chorus. It saves lives. And bless those Patriots' reigns down in Foxborough.